This is Tall Boy Radio. Each week, your hosts, Beans, Gaz and Andy, grab a beer and discuss our topic of the week. We try to keep things uncomplicated. The premise for this podcast is as simple as we are. Not only can you listen to us wherever good podcasts are found, you can also watch us. Just search Tall Boy Radio on YouTube. If you have a story and want to feature on the show, drop us an email at tbrpodcast at hotmail.com or leave us a comment on social media at Tallboy Radio on Twitter and Facebook and at Tallboy Radio Podcast on Instagram or leave us a message via the Anchor app which we can play on the show. This is a Beans Does Stuff production. Anyway, the show is about to start so go grab yourself a cold one, sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to episode 70 of Tall Boy Radio. 70 episodes. Can you believe we've got that far in? And 70 episodes. And this is probably the dumbest idea that we've come up for a podcast yet. But before we do that, we're going to introduce the guys and introduce what they're drinking, as we do every single week. But by way of a change, we're all drinking the same thing this week. Who wants to go first? Go on, Andy. Yeah, uh, howdy. We're all drinking water tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're on the old uh, Double Trouble Beer Club. don't know if that's focusing on that, but... Uh, yeah, Double Trouble Beer Club. Beer, quite like it. On the last few bottles, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I, I've nearly drank it all. <laughs> we've not even started yet. <laughs> and obviously out of a TBR glass. It's not been dishwashed. Yes. <laughs> I'm similar as well, guys. I'm obviously out of a slightly different TBR merch, but the normal um, TBR. And yeah, I again, I'm drinking the um, Double Trouble um, Beer Club beer. And that one is empty, but I do have one more, which is the last one left. So yeah, uh, nice enjoyable. Work. And? Yeah, nice. Well, funnily enough, as we just said, I also am drinking the Double Trouble Pale Ale or Ali Pale Ale. I don't know. I should sound a little bit like Ali Palace as you say it, but I still can't pronounce it right. And same as yourself, I'm. I've got one bottle here and one to go, which I'm pretty sure I'll have polished off by the end of the podcast. So, the Beer Club, really interesting idea and great addition to their business. We were interested to see what beer they led with. I'm intrigued to know what beer comes second as well, because I'm nosy. Uh, But let's look at this one first. I spoke to David earlier in the week, and I think by the time the second beer drops, hopefully we can get a brewery tour organised. If not, David's going to come on and talk about the beer and talk about the journey he's been on. But I did say for him what we would do at the start of this episode is talk about his beer club a little bit and give his beer a little bit of a review. So who wants to go first talking about it? Gaza? Oh, so go on, Andy. No, go on, Andy. Yeah, you dive in, mate. The subscription model's like working for everything at the minute, whether it's TV like Netflix and... Well, I shouldn't say their name because they're not paying us, but companies (laughs) like that, subscription-based, and I think like beer club is obviously... uh, a nice thing instead of like you know ordering every couple of months or whatever you, you order it and you get it and you don't have to think about it so it's a nice little surprise coming at your door mm. and uh yeah decent drop 
That's uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was, you know, I, I said I'd subscribe, and you never really know sort of what you're going to get. You know, every everyone will be a bit different, um, but you know, it, it came, and I was desperate to have a bottle and almost drink it like straight away, and I thought, well, I can't do that because if I open it, and I really like it, then I'll have none left for when we do this podcast. So <laughs> I, I've been sort of um, restricting myself to every now and then, um, and I, I really like it. Um, I, it's not it's not too heavy, and I know Andy, you're probably more into the slightly heavier sort of beers and stuff. And I'd, I know you're not a massive pale ale fan. You you prefer slightly, you know, slightly different sort of types of drinks. But I, I really enjoy it. It's it's fruity enough that you can t- tell it's there, and it's but it's not. I find it's not overpowering. I I, I could quite happily drink that you know if I went into a boozer and it was on tap or whatever I could quite happily drink that and it would be yeah nice, nice drop um really positive um I like obviously like the branding I like I like the bottle I like you know I like the color it's nice and golden and stuff so um nice and positive for me um yeah. love, love the sort of flavor as I say it's it is fruity, it's citrusy, but it's not. I find it's not overpowering. So yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. That's it. It's got those citra and aurora hops in it, and those cit- anything you see with those citra hops, and you do get that that citric that citrus taste in there, and it's, it's has like a hint of lime and grapefruit that you can just sort of pick up. But like I says, it's really subtle. It's really refreshing. Some pale ales I've had in the past, and I must admit, I do like bitter ales, but I don't like a bitter pale ale you know that's got too many ibus in it this is a nice light refreshing beer isn't it i actually think you know bear in mind they only made was it 501 bottles of each that yeah, they're doing 501, yeah. yeah you could smash a few of these down couldn't you yeah and, and, and you know it was it's, it's so it's four and a half percent so it's not you know it's not it's not too strong um it i would suggest it's a standard sort of strength ale obviously you know you could go down try to produce something that's more sort of seven and a half eight nine and a half percent or whatever and obviously you know we, we've drunk a couple of them on, on the podcast and stuff so um i i say I, I like it it's a it's a refreshing drink it's a drink you know i i could happily happily order more and i'm not saying that they are going to produce that again but mm. I, I i could happily order some more of them and i'd drink it it, it wouldn't it's not one that i picked and went Mm, you know, not a massive fan, but I'll drink it because I bought it sort of thing. I genuinely quite like it. It'd be good That's to drink it. in the summer if we ever get a bit of sun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice and refreshing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a good, you're right. It is a good summertime beer. Like I say, 4.5%. You can enjoy it in the hot sunshine without worrying about getting too mullered on it. Um, <clears throat> but like Gas says there, though, you know, like I said, the, the 8 9% beers, which are the ones that we do enjoy as well. But that in a in a five hundred ml bottle would be lethal. Like this is two point two five units in in that. Now, you stick a nine percent beer in there. You're talking four and a half units in a bottle. And you got yeah. six of those. You you know if you really enjoy smashing those down, you could be in a world of trouble. Yeah, you're gonna feel it, aren't you? Yeah, but don't don't let that put you off, Dave. You know if you want to do a good strong one, you know. And well, I, to be I, fair, I, before you do that, pop. if you want if you want three guys that are more than happy just to taste test the eight and a half percent one or whatever you're going to do dave then that that's fine you know, sling a couple of bottles our way and we'll we'll taste test for you that's not a problem um, might, might get a bit slurry at the end of the podcast but it's all right <laughs> we've done that before there's a couple of podcasts say, yeah. 
<laughs> it was in dr- drunken ramblings back in the day one and two, whatever it was. That, yeah. <laughs> that one got messy towards the end. It but was, yeah, yeah. The, there are a few left if people are interested. I mean, when this podcast goes out in a couple of weeks' time, it might be the case that they could have sold out, but I would get in contact just in case because it is a really good beer. You don't want to be missing out on nineteen ninety nine for six bottles, and uh, there's a little bit of postage and packaging involved there as well on top of that. However, yeah, have you seen he, he did his little road trip, Dave? Did he did a road trip out delivering the beer to people? And, and some of those people... Not exactly uh, just around the corner from him in Scotland. He took his, I think he had, was it London? He got his all way yeah. down to London and yeah. fired Barnsley and Leeds and a few other places. I mean, it would be great to, I mean, I, I'm hoping that when, when obviously when we when we go up to Edinburgh and stuff, obviously I'm hoping that we get to sort of, I say, meet meet them and have a couple of beers with them and maybe if, if God willing, we sort of have a game of darts and we have a, a good you know a, a good sort of crack with them and but it would be nice f- to get them to relatively local tours maybe try and get a, try and get them into one of the local sort of pubs you know show off some of their products and let's have a game of beer let's let's try and promote double trouble and you know let's have a decent night out of it at the same time if you know what i mean so well, that'd be he, decent he did say actually when he does his next road trip Stoke will be on that map somewhere, so he'll, you know, say <clears throat> that would be good. Give him a game of darts while he's on the road on the way down there. Send him on with his tail between his legs. S- send him on, absolutely. Send <laughs> send him on with, with, with a stunning, a stunning victory for um, Gaz and Beans, um, and, and, and a stunning <laughs> defeat for uh, Scott and Dave or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Go on, off you go. <laughs> well, I, I need, I need. I know I say this every time, but I need to get practicing. I haven't played anywhere near enough. I'm not practicing at the moment. Dude, every time you post, you're in 180. So I don't know how often you bloody play, but every time you post, it's a 180. I, I, this, is the th- this is the thing. If I have some time away, my first darts, they fly so nice. And then I start overthinking it. Yeah. And they start going wild and 26s start coming. But yeah, it starts off. Like I took, it's like, oh, it's like I've never been away. Oh, yeah, 26. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah, like I've, I've been away. Been yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> Josh when that stray dart hits Gaz in the head, you're like, start <laughs> <laughs> in your garden. It's the only way I'm going to beat him. It's the only way I'm going to beat you, Andy. He always beats me. Dart comes over, over, over the wall. It's like, what the? Oh, yeah, I'll play <laughs> So, like I said, we've got something a little bit random this week in terms of the podcast. But before we do, we've got a bit of a call to arms. We always ask for feedback, and people always say, really enjoying it, love it. The likes of Kanye West tweeting us all the time, DMing us. He won't leave us alone, that lad, telling us how much he loves the podcast. But what we want is, we want you to tell us what it is that we should be doing. We want to, we want to hear something different, don't we? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's great that, uh, and, and the feedback that we get from, from our listeners and stuff, but, you know, we, 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 we want to, we don't want to just do the things that we think you want to listen to. We, we want to do the things that we know you want to listen to. And in order for us to do that, we do need some feedback from you guys. We need some, you know, um, a heads up. What, what, what is it? Is there anybody out there that thinks, you know what, I'd love if they did an episode on this, or I'd love to see what their take on this would be, or their take on that would be. Um, and there's a couple of people that have, have made um, some suggestions and, um, thank you to those people. I know uh, it's a bit of an individual shout out, but Dale, obviously, who listens, Dale's given us a, a, a sort of 
a couple of ideas for a couple of podcasts moving forward that, that we, we're going to explore and we potentially could do so. Um, you know, we, we we try to do podcasts that we think will be popular and we think people might enjoy listening to, but yeah, it would be nice to think, right, we're now doing a podcast that somebody specifically has said they want to listen to and therefore it we know that, you know, that, that that's something that, that our listeners want. So um genuine feedback would be appreciated appreciative and all that any any sort of thoughts moving forward yeah gives gives a shout out let us know yeah. and not just on episode titles as well we we want to hear about structure about format regular features and things like that and as a bit of a sweetener they we're going to throw in a little treat for the best bit of feedback and the best bit of feedback doesn't need to be positive it could be dude, this is absolutely awful. This is what you need to be doing. And if that's right, then then that's great. We'd love to hear it. But I've ordered something today. And I shared it on our WhatsApp group and it turned up. Look at that exciting little box there. Now, this, is, this isn't all for you, no, because inside here, there are 12 little gems. But I'm only going to give one of them away because that, the beer that we're drinking now, that ain't the only beer that we've got to review coming up, guys, because we've got the TBR beer. I've had a box <laughs> delivered. Can can you see that if you're watching on YouTube? That's brilliant. That is a 4.8% golden ale called Stone Gold Stunner, because it's a golden ale. And it is it is celebrating 52 episodes of Beans, Gaz, and Andy filling in the blanks on tallboyradio.com. So obviously we're going to be drinking a couple of these and we're going to tell you a little bit about it. But yeah, this is made by Stuart Brewing Co., which is in Edinburgh. What do you think about that, though? Does that look pretty cool? That does look cool. That yeah. does look mint, I have to say. Can't, can't complain when your face is on the label. No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So if you want to get yourself a bottle of this, and it doesn't matter where in the world you are, we will post this out to you with a Tallboy Radio beer mat as well and a few other things. Don't you worry about it, including a, a bottle opener to open it with. But the best bit of feedback, we'll send you one of these as well. Now, there is only 12 bottles of these, so it's a very generous gift to be given away. That's, you weren't expecting that. That's a surprise. You yeah, you weren't expecting that, were you? Oh, no, I, 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 I wasn't expecting that. And obviously, um, you know, to, to the, the feedback prize is fantastic. Remember, we've also got an ongoing prize, which is the number of countries that we, we listen to and stuff. So, you know, we, we've got a couple of things sort of ongoing. Um, but, yeah, you know, moving forward over the next sort of two, two three weeks, it'd be great to get some feedback from, from, from the listeners. What is it you want to us to talk about what is it that, that you want us to um to do and as i've said is it is it the introduction is it the ending is it the, the talk about beer is it is it a good thing is it a bad thing is it whatever it may be if you've got if you've got an opinion on our podcast um let us know get in touch all the usual all the usual sort of outlets and stuff so yeah give us a shout right then this is the premise for this episode of the podcast that we're moving on to. And this is probably one that I don't think anybody would have necessarily suggested. Like I said at the outset, probably the dumbest idea that we've ever come up with a, in, for, for an, any episode that we've done. If you've ever been out for a beer and you've been in the pub and you're having a chat, that conversation always comes up, doesn't it? Who would win in a fight between... Two people, yeah? Two two random celebrities. So that is the premise for this podcast. But it doesn't end there because obviously we take things to the nth degree. 
I genuinely believe this will be the standout game at Christmas 2021. <laughs> to get, you've got your pack of cards with the celebrities that everybody gets out six, and then they get two wild cards as well. And that wild card could be a game changer that once you've decided the outcome of that fight, you throw in a wild card to try and turn it your way. So the way it's going to work is we'll each take turns to pick two people from our different pack. And then we'll make the case as to why we think our guy would win in a fight. Now, the guy who's picking, he is the one who has the ultimate say on it. But, you know, because we're talking about conflict, but this is the nice part of it. As Gaz said at the start when we were discussing it, pre-recording, we're lovers. We're not fighters. So we, we settle this by the art of conversation. And finally, we're going to share that with you on this podcast. So... We, we are auditioning. And bear in mind, we've not tested out this. This could be an absolutely lousy episode because we don't know whether this is going to work or not. But we're going to try for you now. Come at me, bro, the game. <laughs> so <laughs> who who wants to pick first and see see how diabolical this is going to turn out to be? <laughs> I, I'm, dying to, I'm dying to go first on this. So I'm going to ask for Adam's number three. And Andy's number one. Interesting. Right. So, interesting. go on then, Adam. What, and what I should tell you as well, listeners, that we, we've we've gone for for people who are good at fighting, an intermediate level, and the novice. So, I'll let you decide now whether this where this chap fits. Edward Michael Grills, better known to the world. As Bear, Bear Grylls. Yeah. yeah, Bear Grylls. He, surely he's an intermediate guy, surely. Go on then, Andy. Was he your, your number one? Who have you gone for? Luis Suarez. Luis, <laughs> oh, this is an interesting one. Oh. This is an interesting Go one. Go on because... then, Andy. Why, 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 why would Bear Grylls beat Luis Suarez in a, in a fight then? Well, Bear Grylls, OBE, to give him his, his official title, he was in the SAS. He specialised in the NSAS in unarmed combat. So he not only is he a survival specialist, but he's a specialist in unarmed combat as well. And he also has the honorary rank of Lieutenant Colonel in the Royal Marines. And wait for it, it's the second Dan Black Belt in Shotokan Karate. So you might think he's an, an intermediate fighter. I had him as one of my, my, my stronger characters down here. So... Given his, given the fact that the dude can clearly handle himself, um, he is a Christian, so I don't think he'll necessarily stick to those those Christian values when feist, faced with the feisty Suarez and his biting technique, which I imagine he will employ. <laughs> I I think he could he could keep him at arm's length and, and deal with him quite well. Andy, uh, I don't know how I can compete with that <laughs> with a, a football player who. Bites people <laughs> who could be an Olympic diver. Uh, <laughs> this is true. So yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably say Bear Grylls would 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 win that one. <laughs> anyway, Gaz is back in the goal now, having lost him there temporarily. So I'll t- I'll fill you in, Gaz. What you may have missed there is I'd put forward the case for Bear Grylls. Yeah, I got that. And, Andy got uh, put forward the case for Luis Suarez. And he, well, rather felt quite early on that Suarez would lose that 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 fisticuffs. 
I'm pretty confident that um, Bear Grylls will, will, will come out victorious in that as well. So considering that was the bout that I, I selected, I'm, I'm going to go. Um, well, but it, before before you do, oh, before we do, oh, Andy, ha- I, you don't have to do it, Andy, but you can select a wild card weapon at this joy, at this point. You can tool Suarez up against Bear Grylls if needs be. No, they won't help. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Grills as well. Yeah. Okay. So, in, in, with, with the absence of any wild card weapon, I'm I'm, I'm going to award the victory to um, Mr. Grills. So, so sh- shall I shall I pick now then? Yeah, that's cool. Okie dokie. I'm going to select Andy's number six versus Gaz's number one. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like it's going to be interesting. Go on, Andy. Is your number six? Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, because my number one is Vladimir Putin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, this, so, this is another one. Uh, I'd actually... Putin, like, rides horses topless. <laughs> How can you compete with that? <laughs> you see, I, I think I think Putin, it, it, I, know, I know perhaps his physical stature isn't it isn't necessarily what, what you would expect from somebody that's pretty nails, but I reckon Putin's an, excuse my French, a nasty bastard. I reckon he, I reckon he, in the dark arts, let's just say that, I, re- I reckon he's got a couple of tricks up his sleeve that, that would probably see off a, a and put it like this, if he can't, I reckon he knows a couple of people that probably can do the job for him. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll be pretty confident. If you'd, have t- if you'd have chosen anybody other than perhaps Mr Bean, I, I might be struggling, <laughs> but I, I reckon Putin could probably take Mr Bean. I reckon I'm pretty confident there. Yeah, and he's a martial artist. Well, are you, are you going to put forward the case for Mr. Rowan Atkinson taking down? The thing is, though, as well as Putin, and I don't know, really know, obviously he ice skates quite a lot, so he's obviously pretty dexterous. He's obviously got a good sense of balance. He, you know, he, he can. He's obviously, he's obviously got quite a nice sense of sort of um, spatial awareness and all that. So I reckon he could probably dance around Mr. Bean a little bit and then just deliver that killer blow. So I, I'm pretty confident Putin's going to going to take that bout. Andy, Andy, are you going to dispute that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was an ice skater, though, dude. How do you know about yeah. his ice skating prowess? Yeah, so he's not, yeah, so so he ice skates. He went, when he was when he was a kid, he played quite a bit of it. And actually, I think there's some footage going around um, to the YouTube and stuff. So it popped up on sort of social media and stuff. That it's actually only recently that he's like effectively he he played a sort of bit of a. It must be like an all-star game type thing, and, and obviously none of the opposition were anywhere near. Can, can you imagine that? You're the guy that takes out Putin. It's like, yeah, six months late, you found him in a ditch somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But there's like, yeah, so the, the the puck sort of gets slid into him, and he sort of flicks it, and he he scores sort of thing. So, but I think obviously back in the day when he when he was a kid and stuff, he was he was half decent, um, and 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 he, and he played a bit of ice hockey. So he's obviously handy with the old um, ice ice. Hockey stick as well, so that wasn't one of my wildcard weapons. But yeah, I'm pretty confident oh, I'm going to take that. So Andy, did you did you want to chuck in a wildcard weapon? Do you want to tool up being against Putin? <laughs> oh, can I ask for one of your wildcards? Yeah, you can't use one. Yeah, you'd have to select mine or Gaz's, like one or two. <sighs> Would no, I think I'd, I. 
Yeah, go wildcard number one. Off you, Ad, please. Wildcard number one. So we're going to arm. I tell you what, dude. This is interesting now. This could be a tie turner. Because we're going to arm Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Beam, against Putin with an aggressive pit bull terrier. One of those ones you see with the shirtless boys around, you know, in the rougher parts of towns. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. That's that, the tight that, that evens it up a little bit. That does actually, to be fair. I tell you what, those things, when they sink their teeth in, they do not let go and they can, they can cause some devastation. Because the thing is, if it's something that Rowan Atkinson was holding or using, then you think, yeah, Putin is just disarming. But the fact it's a dog and it's a, it's like a separate entity it's like he's gonna have to have eyes in the back of his head to does he go at rowing or does he go for the dog it's like that's a, that's like that is a proper evil and if, the school there. you like to say eyes in the back of head he wants to worry about teeth in the back of his head yeah. but if he does focus on the dog which is probably where i would turn my attention he's leaving rowing unguarded to do whatever it is he does, maybe a funny walk or something. I was going to say, what does Rowan do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think without the game changer, I definitely win that bout. But mm. you, you put you put sort of an aggressive dog in there as well, and that's that's okay. Yeah, Adi, who are you calling for that then? <sighs> well, Andy, I want to hear Andy's case first. How, how do you feel how one goes now? The dog's been introduced. Peter, please well, don't get in contact with us. I think I think the dog will put up most of the fight, and then Rowan Atkinson will just, you know, I don't know how I don't know how the phrases work, but waddle over there and jab him in the eyes or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you watch Mr. Bean, he's quite a bit of an asshole, really. <laughs> Some of the shenanigans he gets up to. I, I was watching it the other day, and it's like there's one bit where he always competes against that blue three wheeler, in it, and he's like, he's this guy is about to reverse into a spot, and he just rags his little mini into it, gets out, and it's like puts his fingers up and walks off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. I think he'll fight dirty, Rowan Atkinson. Like. <laughs> To be fair, though, I think he's going up against the king of dirty tactics in Putin. So I'm. It's true. I, I, I just think on this one, I'm gonna I, with the without the weapon, undoubtedly Putin. It's an early victory, but I just think the introduction of the dog might just turn the tide. I'd be interested to hear from our listeners as to whether they think Rowan Atkinson and a pit bull could take down Putin. Yeah, that, yeah, and obviously, uh, you know, yes, we want some listener feedback, and if if any of you want to drop comments or make comments about any of the bouts that we're we're discussing tonight, <laughs> and whether we can actually make make our fantasy become reality, hey, you've got bloody YouTubers fighting world champion boxers, so you never know, do you? This is, you this might, is true. You never know. The the, the, the world's gone mad. So, uh, yeah. To be fair. Yeah, I, I sort of get with, with with an aggressive pit bull that that might just turn the tide somewhat. So uh, I, I might have to accept the gracious defeat in that in that bout. <laughs> Unfortunately, no quality. Go on then, Andy. It's your turn to select. Uh, so number four of both of you. Oh, okay. Um, so, oh, 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 I have gone 
number four, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. I see. How do you rank him then as a fighter? Is he? Is he? He, he, he was a middle of the road one. Middle of the road. Okay, he was. A, he was. A, he was a middle of the road one. I think he could pretty much kick Putin's ass. So I've, I've discarded him. So he's a, he's a middle of the road one. He's a in between. Okay. Well, I my number four on the on on my, from my come at me bro four card is Gordon Hill. Do you know Gordon Hill? Uh, no. Go on. If I if I give you his AKA, the Wheelstone Raider. <laughs> No, I know you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not even joking, dude. Al Pacino kicks his ass every day of the week. However, however, he's feisty, that guy. He is feisty. He's aggressive. And interestingly enough, when I was doing my little bit of research for this, as you know, even for this, believe it or not, listeners, I've done a bit of research. That isn't the only video of him. Causing a bit of aggro online. Did you know oh, that the Wilson? Yeah, I didn't know. Obviously, everybody knows a Wilson Raider video. But... Yeah. Well, that that video, which was filmed at White Hawk FC in Brighton, he was back there a couple of years later and actually got into it with a couple of the security guards. Obviously, I guess he'd had a bit of lip <laughs> and probably a little bit of beer. And there, there's video footage of him getting escorted, <laughs> escorted from the grounds by the, the, their uh, security. And not only that, there's, uh, v- there's video footage of him as well, tangling with bouncers outside of Weatherspoons. So the guy's got previous. So he, he wouldn't be afraid of uh, Pacino. That's I'm sure. sure he wouldn't be. The thing, the thing is with him, didn't, didn't he go into a phase where I'm sure there were like groups of like lads that were like stag dudes and he'd basically like hire himself out and he'd be like, I'm on a stag do with the Wilston Raider and they'd have t-shirts yeah. and literally they would pay for him to go on the stag do with them. And he's like doing all of this and he's got his photos and he's like, you know, I'll have a bit or whatever the phrase, I can't remember. Do you want some? That's what he's, was it, do you want, do you want some? some? Do you want I'll some give it yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And literally, but they, you get a group of lads paying for this guy just to go on a stag do with him. You're like, what? What's all that about? Well, these these people who find themselves on the internet, they actually they can make a little bit of money out of it, you know. And yeah. and and let's give this guy some credit. From what I understand, he's given most of his money, if not all, to Great Ormond Street Hospital and yeah. a few other charities. Yeah. Uh, and he's actually donated and raised over five hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, it's not going to win him any fights here today against Pacino, but we have to say fair play to that. Yeah, I, 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 I mean Al Pacino is. I mean, you just have to look at a couple of the characters that he's played, and I, I think he, um, I think he can pretty ha- much handle himself. As I say, he falls into my middle bracket. Um, I would be relatively confident about putting Al Pacino up against a Wilston Raider, uh, if I'm honest. I just think he's Al Pacino. I think he's been a been around the block a few too many times for him. I think he's got, you know, he's 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 got a bit of the um a bit of the gangster sort of nasty streak in him. So I I think I'm gonna claim victory on that one. I don't know. Well there I, is um Al Pacino when he didn't he trade Raging Bull he was in one of and apparently oh yeah, that, that was good. that was was that De Niro wasn't it? Really? Did Rob De Niro, De Niro that was I think oh, yeah yeah no, Al Pacino's done uh, <laughs> It, and Scarface to fair, and stuff. To be fair, you could have, yeah. yeah, yeah, you could have gone, you know, De Niro, Pacino, sort of thing. But I think just Al Pacino is just a bit like a. I just think he's got 
a little bit of a switch that when it goes, I just think, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily want to be anywhere near me if that happens. You say that, but I, I asked the question, does he or does he just play? Is he a very good actor who plays a character who can do that? Gordon Hill, the Wheelstone Ranger, is, 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 well, we know he does. We know, he's, we know he doesn't shy, shy away from fisticuffs. I suppose there is that. Willing. I suppose you could turn and say Al Pacino does play lots and lots and lots of characters that are frightening, but is he? Is he? Or is it just the characters he plays? Not and sure, dude. One one final factor. The Wheelstone Raider in his everyday life is a builder. So underneath that rather questionable Wheelstone shirt, and I apologise if you are a Wheelstone fan listening to this, they're, they're, you know what I mean? He's probably... I'm not gonna say he's ripped. I'm not gonna fool anybody, but he's he's one of those one of those skinny guys that are freakishly strong. I suspect. I suspect he's probably not, but I need to make some form of an argument. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they would be slightly different weight classes. Like the Wilson Raider would possibly straw weight or lightweight, and maybe he's know. he's five he's five foot two, so he's probably. Yeah, he's probably a, a lower, a low, the lower weight division. He's probably a, a, a weight or two lower than than Pacino. Yeah. So go on, Andy. I'll let you decide this one then. Well, I wasn't sure on um, who is properly, but now you said five foot two. I'm thinking he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I, to be fair, I'll, I, I'll, I'll take I'll take that having lost the first bout. Um, well, due, due, due to the introduction of a, of a weapon. <laughs> well, we might just see a weapon now because I'm going to select Andy's wild card number two. Ooh, a knuckle duster. Ooh, interesting. You see, I, I still think, I still think my guy takes it. I think he can. Whether the Wheelstone Raider can wield a knuckle duster effectively, or not, I don't. Oh, lovely I, I, the chip. I don't know. Um, I'm still going to take that. I'm going to claim that, dude. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I think if he sticks one on him, if he bangs one around his cranium, can he throw it hard enough, even with a knuckle duster? To I don't know. I, he, he likes the tangle. He likes yeah, the tangle. I just, I just, I just think rich. maybe. Yeah, I just think maybe he could ring his bell. But we'll, we'll leave this one. We'll leave this one to Andy to decide. I still just hear five foot two. <laughs> yes, Andy, I like thinking, kid. I like thinking. Come at me, bro. <laughs> quality, quality. Go on, guys. It's your turn to pick. Oh, I can't. I've just got rid of my number. I've got rid of my number. I can't remember who you had. So I'm going to go for. And you'll have to excuse me if I've got confused over your numbers. Adams number five. Andy's number two. Mm, interesting. Shall I, shall I announce mine first? Yeah. Fellow podcaster, Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. Conor McGregor. Oh, ah, oh, I tell well, you, that's an interesting okay. one. I think it's, well, obviously, McGregor's a, you know, he's... He's won two two belts, different weight levels, but Joe Rogan is is quite a tough cookie as well. Mm. I, I still go with Connor. I think he's quite. He's got that. Um, what do you call it? 
I think he called it his like fighting engine or fighting system or something like that, where he reads people quite quickly. And I think he's put up a good fight against another mixed martial arts person. I don't know how tall Joe Rogan is on in his weight and all that, but I don't know. I think McGregor's quite hard. He obviously commentates on it, but he did do MMA for a while. Did he blow his knee out doing something? Did he have some problem with his knee or something, was it? Well, I'll I'll answer those questions now. Joe Rogan, to answer Andy's question, five foot seven. So I don't know how that fits against uh, Mr. McGregor. And not only that, he also taught martial arts at Boston University, Joe Rogan did. And he is a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and a black belt in Nogi Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <coughs> I'll be honest, when I selected him, I thought this is an interesting one because I, I put him as one of my intermediary characters. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact he's going up against another mixed MMA guy, a mixed martial arts guy, sorry, I do think think it makes it interesting however here's the interesting part you say that mcgregor can read people in the ring rogan will have sat and commentated and witnessed and watched a lot of his fights so if there's any weakness there to be exploited anything that he's seen and he's not just any commentator he's won awards for his commentary he's won two awards for his mixed martial arts commentary and he won awards for his wrestling commentary before that if you didn't know that so he's a guy who observes and a very intelligent man so i do think i don't he's think he's got this a dodgy is... knee though hasn't he? he just said well, well, same well ish so it'll be quite yeah. an even contest but, but McGregor since 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 he fought um, Mayweather, I don't know. I, I don't I don't follow mixed martial arts guys. Like I say, I, I'm one of the. I, despite the fact this is the game that we're playing, actually a, a ball violence. Though we're joking about it, <laughs> but but since 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 then, I I don't know that um, I don't know that he's done so well as he. I've certainly seen him lose some fights. He, yeah, he's lost he's lost a couple. He, he's lost he sort a of changed his style. So he, he used to be quite a hard striker and then would go for like a submission or something like that. But then lately he's just been just trying to strike people. Yeah. It's like to stick def- with what yeah. you what you normally do. Like, he's I, definitely I, a striker. I, I, he's got the walk as well, hasn't he? Like when he's with his arms. It's hard for me to it's hard for me to th- I, th- I genuinely think Joe Rogan can handle himself. Don't mm. don't get me wrong. I think he can handle himself. Um, Conor McGregor is a, he's a two weight champ, so that's hard because I don't. You see, I don't know what Joe Rogan was like. I say in his pomp in his prime before he blew his knee out. If you know, so all oh, McGregor has to do is just kick his knee, and Rogan's knackered. Do you know what I mean? But but you see the thing is with jujitsu, there's a lot of it's about defense as well. I'm making this up; it might not be, and he he would know how to protect it. He, he was, and, and and McGregor isn't the best; hasn't got the best ground game. And I don't know where, and I don't know this. I don't know whether McGregor is a is he a, is he Brazilian jujitsu? Is he is he a black belt? I don't know what he is. So maybe Joe Rogan might have a bit of an advantage there. It's a bit tight. Yeah, I'm I'm probably just going to lean towards McGregor. Probably just because he's probably a bit more current. I I suspect he might be a slightly quicker hand speed, slightly 
slightly quicker sort of attack. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna go McGregor. I think for that one, I don't know whether or not does anyone want to throw in any any I'd, wild I'd cards in there just for that. I mean, I'm not going to say that. I'd, I've already called a wild card, but I think it's just being because he's more active as well. He's he's yeah. got more yeah. experience. I mean, yeah. don't me wrong. I think I think it is. It could be a close one if they were if they're both in the prime. It it would be an interesting fight, but I think it's just with McGregor doing more fights. That's what I just have to, I think just because <laughs> I, I I never I've never really seen footage or never really seen Joe Rogan fight. I know he has, and I know he's obviously a massive mixed martial artist fan, and I know he's a you know he he he's done his sort of um, his belts and stuff, but without really seeing him in the ring or the octagon or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I, I just McGregor, just fractionally, I think. Sorry, dude. No, I, I see where you're coming from, and I get the argument, but that's why it's time to throw in another wild card. So I'm going to go with Gaz's wild card number one. <laughs> my, my wild card number one is a morning star. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. So for those who are listening don't know what a morning star, it's a stick with a chain with a spike ball on top. I think that's a game changer, personally. hundred percent. I think that's a game yeah. changer. <laughs> there's, there's no defense against that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you are not going to get your arm up. Bang, it's going to work anyway. Yeah, that is a game changer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So the fact that you you've claimed that that wild card, I'm absolutely going to flip it and say that Rogan actually beats um, win, wins that fight and beats McGregor in that one. I'm afraid. And that's that's the beauty. That's the beauty of the wild card, folks. When you're playing this on Christmas Day, your nana can take down your cousin with one of those. Trust me. <laughs> it is a stick with a chain with a spike ball on the end of it and you get it by one of them and you know about it outstanding weapon of choice right is, is it my turn is it my turn to it pick it could be your turn yeah what numbers you got left Danny? 3 4 and 5 3 4 and 5 gather got um 2 3 5 and 6 right let's go i think let's go. you two guys is it you two yeah, because I've I've done one extra one compared to you two. Oh uh, yeah, I've got four left, so it must be. Is it oh, is it? You add? Oh, it's you next. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, well, I've only got three left. Yeah, so I've got, I've got, I've got four left. This is oh yeah, so oh, it will sort itself out. Listen, yeah. this is probably. <laughs> I've, this I've, is... I've had Al Pacino and Vladimir Putin have been the two that I've taken so far. Yeah. So this is the jury of product testing. So, so was it me to pick next, or or, or who's next? Yeah, it is. I think it is. Yeah, it is. So. Well, I'm, uh... I'm going to request some three-on-three action. I've both okay. picked the threes out. Uh, okay. My number three is a glorious Everton footballer. Glorious. Duncan Ferguson. Yes. There's a man who's proficient in fighting. Andy? See, this, this is, uh, for me, is Brock Lesnar. He was <gasps> a, a heavyweight... UFC champion. <laughs> yes, but I tell you what, I, I'd like to I, see. I'm it. not even being funny. Dunk could give. He would give him a good go. I'm telling you. Uh, interesting. He go would. Brock Lesnar, six foot three, 
two hundred and sixty odd pounds fighting. Dunk, dunk, probably dunk six, three, six, four. So mm. the height isn't an issue. The fact that Brock Lesnar weighs about twenty stone more than Dunk yeah. <laughs> might, might have something to do with it. <laughs> he's one of my favourite fighters because he's so athletic. Like for a guy who's six foot three and twenty odd stone, he can sprint across that octagon. Like he's he's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he does he does WWE now, but. He does he move is, quite well for 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 a big yeah. guy. Was he was he sort of SAX NFL? I don't know whether did I don't yeah. know if he made did he make the cut or was he just a, a sort of collegiate sort of NFL? He, I don't think he actually he made all, NFL, um, did he? Or? In, in high school, he did all that wrestling stuff, you know, like Kurt Angle and all that. I think he did do NFL. Well, not I think he did high school football. Yeah, but then I think he did do He did wrestling, WWE, went to UFC. I think he might have played for the Vikings for a season or something like that. Right, okay. And then went back into... Well, he got diverticulosis, so he had to stop doing UFC. And that's why he's back in WWE. But, yeah, he he did do uh, NFL for a season, I think, or a couple of games. But at least trained them. (laughs) And this this is the beauty of this, because Andy knows his facts about him, but he's just shared a weakness as to why he had to leave UFC. He had surgery and he's all right now. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm not being funny. Dunk is just, he's an Everton legend. Uh, he's arguably one of, I say, one of the only sort of footballers that I know that that has come back from an active um, stint in prison for, for headbutting a guy on the pitch. Um, he's also notoriously known for... Um, fighting off single-handedly two armed robbers that decided stupidly to, to try to rob his house. I mean, why you would do that, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, it, he is he's one of our favourite favorite guys, favourite footballers, and there's a very famous photo of, is it him and Jimmy Bullard? And if you know Jimmy Bullard, he's like five foot, whatever he is. And Jimmy Bullard's like looking up at him like this. <laughs> sort of thing is like because Fergus has just lost it and he's got somebody by the throat or whatever um, and Bullard's like like looking up something like what are you doing sort of thing um, so yeah I, I can't believe I've matched him with Brock Lesnar he, he was one of my middle of the road guys Ferguson but I say middle of the road but knowing that he can handle himself um <laughs> I might have to throw in a wild card there because oh, I didn't want well, to do that. Well, let's have the verdict first. I, I, and, and to be honest with you, when you chucked in Duncan Ferguson from the outset there, I thought, oh, here we go. Because I don't think there's too many blokes out there in the street who'd do too well against all drunken Duncan. Or, um, and drunken, Duncan disorderly. Duncan disorderly, well. yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the guy, famously, like you say, that the story about whether the two people who broke into his house was he knocked one unconscious and sat on the other yeah. one until the police arrived. It's like, of all the houses to pick, dude, bad job, bad job. And up against Brock Lesnar, though, I'm going to have to award the win to Lesnar. So then... Again, gas towned out, and if you watch it on YouTube, just enjoy that freeze frame of his face there briefly because it was another excellent expression. But we decided, as good as Mr. Ferguson is, we're going to award this one to Mr. Lesnar. So I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you decide now if you want to. If you want to kick in a wild card. I, I don't. Uh... I'm going to take 
which you've both got one wild card each, haven't you? Left wild card number you, two left. Um, go on, Ad. I'll take your wild card number two. Dude, it's a good decision because we know this is a game changer. Because just like yourself, I'd also say oh. the Morning Star. Oh, I'm not being funny. <laughs> Ferguson wins that every day of the week now. That's a definite game changer. That, that guy can wield weapons. <laughs> Yeah, I do, I do think if there's one man who could defend the weapon, probably Lesnar would be it, but he ain't defending one of them. Hey, Morningstar is literally a game-changer. Like, one of the only things that you could pick that... Well, there's a few others, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. But, but we, we know, because of our Dungeons & Dragons history, more to the important Merp, that there's a propensity for those things to be backfiring a little bit. <laughs> to, to there is a fumble opportunity. Exactly. There is a fumble opportunity, absolutely. But I'm so glad I chose that wild card because I'm definitely claiming a victory with that wild card now over Lesnar. And his face isn't happy. Look, he's not happy. He's not having his. Oh, I know. My hero lost. <laughs> Spiked out. Right. Spiked out. I'm definitely having that now. Yeah, it's awarded that way. The morning star. Yes. It's, it's a game changer. It is yes. a game changer. Right then, who's who's to go next? Is Love it? it. How many have you got left, Andy? I got two left. Okay, so I've got three. I've got three, so it's Andy's choice. Andy's choice, yeah. Uh, I've got number two, five, and six. I've got one, two, and six. Uh, go for both of your number six. Oh, okay. You like I, that, I? I have gone John Jones. John Bones Jones, MMA guy. Oh, now, and to be fair, it'd make it interesting, but I'm not sure I can make the case for it. Philip John Clapp. He's he's got what? (laughs) Uh, Shall I give you his his AKA? Yeah. Johnny Knoxville. Uh, Okay. John Jones definitely wins that 100%. I took I took him in there as as a stunt performer, and that well, we know he can take a bit of a beating, and that's why my idea was that if he goes up against somebody, I'm, I don't doubt he can handle himself a little bit because he has been in a few bar fights and actually has been stabbed in a bar fight. But against an MMA fighter, I'm going to find this one a difficult case to make, given the fact that I, I watched him get sparked out by Butterbean on an episode of Jackass. <laughs> yeah, you see, John Jones is is. I suppose at the time, arguably one of the best pound for pound MMA guys around. He had a little bit of a to do with Dana White at one point. He had a little bit to do with the law when he decided to crash his car and then the police arrived and he ran off because of like so many pounds of drugs in his glove box or whatever it was. So I know, I know he's had his little indiscretions, um, but as a fighter, he, he was very, very, very good. He's rangy, he strikes well, he's got good angles he, he's decent on the ground he he was he was at one point thought to be as i say you know pound for pound the best guy around um arguably not necessarily the case now he hasn't fought for a while i don't think andy you might know a bit bit more about some yeah, i thought he fought recently I, yeah. I don't know yeah Andy's obviously going to google it as we're, as we're chatting but go back go back a few years and he literally was he was I say the the golden boy of MMA. He was he he was like the future. He was he was tall. He was lean. He was quick. He was strong. He was agile. He was good off his back. He was a he, he was a good wrestler, good striker. So 
Yeah, I, I, they, it would be, it would have been interesting if you'd have matched him and like Brock, for example. I know yes. Brock's a lot bigger, but that would have been more interesting. I definitely think he takes out Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, February, I, I, February last year, I suppose. February last year was it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. As if my. I was just going to say, I got wildcard number one hasn't been used, if you want to use that. <laughs> I, I, I'm nervous here because, like, we know we know that, that, well, I don't know a lot about MMA fighters, so I, I, I can tell from the two of you guys that this guy can handle himself. But go on. Go on. I, I'll, 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 I'll use it up. I'll burn it up. I'll go for the, 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 the wildcard. A swimming noodle. Swimming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it's still game over. I accept that. One. Yes. I had to put some comedy item in there, and I thought, do I go for like a three foot dildo or something? I thought, no, it's got to be a bit PG <laughs> swimming noodle. Well, to be fair, I think either either I think it's game over. A hundred percent. I'm definitely still claiming that bout then. So, so I, that, that's my victory all over. Um, definitely, uh, yeah. No, honestly, John Jones is uh, obviously you know, and Andy likes his his MMA stuff. So he, you know, he back in the day, I say back in the day, he's obviously relatively current, but he, he go back what, four or five years, Andy maybe, perhaps not. You know, he was like very, very, very good. Yeah, he, he's barely lost, if any. Yeah, yeah. Go on, guys. You have a quick go then. I've got one and two left. You've got one and two, Andy. Four and five. Adam's one, Andy's five. Mm, interesting. Would you like me to announce my first? Um, would yes. Justin Welby. The hundred the hundred and fifth Archbishop of Canterbury. I'm just going to put this as a win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Wushu champion, film star, general hardman. Yeah. Wow. But to be fair, though, the other guy has got the big Not guy on upstairs his on his side. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. he, he can bring forth. <laughs> Pestilence or whatever else he can bring forth, or whatever I don't know what he can bring forth. But <laughs> well, well, not only that, he might have been the ABFC since 2013, but he has his own. Being the ABFC, he has his own coat of arms, <coughs> and that coat of arms reads per ignum, per gladium, by fire, by sword. So maybe there's a bit of steel in the old boy. Yeah, um, it's only going one way. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. I I do have a game changer, but. <laughs> yeah, I possibly wouldn't. I possibly wouldn't use it I, I, without any conversation whatsoever. Andy's having that one, no doubt about that whatsoever. Yeah, just in case you were unsure, that was one of my novice fighters. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a novice and a guy that can handle himself, so I've, I've only got two left now. So one is. How many have you got left, Andy? Okay, so uh, pick your numbers, Gazza. Who's what, is it? What, what, what numbers have you got left? I've on? got two and five. I'll go with your number five against Andy's last one. Uh, 
Okay, my number five is Mr. Cassius Clay. Mr. Muhammad Ali. Again, this could be quite close. Gary Busey. Even <laughs> 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 hmm. uh, being funny, uh, as, as comedic as Mr. Gary Busey is, I'm claiming that every day of the week. Fair point. What wild cards have not been used to yours, Gus? <laughs> uh, I've got wild card number two. I have no. That's the last wild card left. And if it's a swimmer noodle, you're boned. <laughs> I'll go for it. Okay. So my wild card number two was a an Indiana Jones whip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Cassius. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm awarding that one to Muhammad Ali as well. I, I think Busey's more likely to take himself out with that than anybody else. <laughs> Or, or anybody who happens to be within 10 foot of him. Yeah, other than the guy that's standing right in front of him yeah. who's meant to be fighting. He's going to be giving it one of these and be like whipping his own eye out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Muhammad Ali versus Gary Busey. Yeah. <laughs> out of all the ones we've had tonight, I think that's probably one of the, the bouts I'd most like to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, Muhammad Ali. I, it would have been interesting, you know, you, you put, let's say, Muhammad Ali up against... I say uh, John Jones, but if there was a boxer versus MMA or somebody, you know that that would have been that that would have been quite quite cool. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely claiming that. So yeah, he, he's got. I, I've got one left who is somebody that, to be fair, I don't know, but I ranked him as low down on my list. Go on, let's have him then. Let's get this last one out of the way. Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp. Okay, against Joe Calzaghe. Oh, dude. Like, Redknapp's going to get beat <laughs> badly. <laughs> yeah, very badly. Very badly. Calzaghe's undefeated. He was. Was it 49 and 0? I think he was. Was it Joe William Calzaghe? Yeah. So he's a super middleweight and light heavyweight. 46 fights, 46 wins, 32 by knockout. That is only going one way, especially because we haven't got any wild cards left. <laughs> There's no wild again. You see, if you'd have picked Joe Calzaghe, you know, I'd have picked, I say, John Jones or something like that. You know, that that Ooh. John Jones is a bit bit taller and stuff. But we haven't really had any like one of the one of my MMA versus one of your MMA or your box and my boxer sort of thing. So yeah, I, 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 I as much as I like good old mangle face as um, Jenny calls him, um, there isn't a lot I can defend. Harry Redknapp with there against uh, effectively an, an, an undefeated, undisputed <laughs> world champion. Um, sorry, Harry, if you're listening, but Gaz, that is the beauty of come at me, bro. That is the beauty <laughs> of the game. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's an if only kind of game. If only this card would have been. Done. It's like top trumps. Yeah, it's like top it, trumps. It is absolutely. I, I definitely think this game's got legs, dude. So, Christmas morning, you open up a box that says, come at me, bro. Don't get me wrong. I've not had it printed or anything yet. But I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I've enjoyed this. And, it's, and, it, and, it, and I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about writing to the publishers one last time. <laughs> what were you were you open that up on Christmas morning. You guys would love that one here. Do you know what I think? Do you know what you can do? Because I'm just thinking of, of, of 
future proofing. You can have extension packs, you can have singers, you can have actors, you can have sports people, you can have, you know, there's different packs that you can. I'm just thinking the joy on my two daughters' faces Christmas Day morning when they open up Come At Me Bro and they (laughs) open up the singers pack and they've got Ariana Grande versus Justin Bieber or whatever. And it's just the sheer joy of watching Bieber get his ass kicked. You know what I mean? It'd be just like perfect. That's my perfect boxing day, talking about Bieber getting his ass kicked by anybody, Grande just, or anyone. Just, just really, just, but you know, you're right. Okay, so you're going to select one from that box and one from that box, match them up, pick a wild card. You see, I think it's got everything a game needs, dude. I think so. I think it's, 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 it's aggressive. It's got it's got a bit of violence in there, but it's 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 friendly. The it's whole family involved. It, it? It's past, yeah, it's harmless fun. There's been there's no nastiness involved, and I quite no. like that. I, I do think it's got legs. I can imagine it as an app as well. Can you imagine it? You know, when you've got like you, you, can, they, you can add some graphics. You could call it World Star. Come at me, bro. <laughs> so literally, you click on and you go, and you go, and then you go. And then you just see little graphics of these two people going eh, 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 in like really bad seventies graphics. Yeah. Block. Eh, eh, eh. Like, and then like just two go... rock and suck and robots. <laughs> I'm I was going to say it should I'm come with a complimentary pack of beer or something like that. Oh, it should be very <laughs> well. Not just any beer. Not, not just, just any beer. beer. Not just any beer. Exactly. Look at that. Absolutely. There's your, there's your gift pack. There's your Christmas sorted. Uh, or, or your lucky family members that are listening, forget lists. That's it. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro, in a bottle of beer with our faces yeah, on it. Yeah, stone gold stunner. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. What What more can you ask for? And yes, I don't know. and yes, we have been talking about Christmas in June. <laughs> <laughs> well, halfway you know, there. Planning ahead. <laughs> exactly. We, we've got you covered. We've got you covered. So that brings us to the end of this rather unusual episode. Go on, Andy. Give us your goodbyes, dude. It was an interesting one. When I was writing the list, I was thinking, I don't know how this is going to go, but uh, it was good, good fun. Uh, so, well, I'm sure we'll do another one. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Gaza. Yeah, it's, it's same as Andy. It's just a, a, a nice, sort of light-hearted, fun episode. I, I was writing my list, thinking, oh, I wonder if he gets paired up against him or he gets paired up against somebody. Um, we didn't get any proper heavyweight clashes as such, but it, it was interesting to see who got paired with the uh, Archbishop of Canterbury and <laughs> Mr. Bean and all of that sort of thing. So, hope your listeners have had a bit of a laugh, and and obviously, if you disagree with any of the outcomes of the bouts that we we discussed, feel free to get in touch with us. If anyone thinks the Archbishop of Canterbury actually would have won that fight, then um, yeah, get in touch with us and let us know. Um, and, but, you're yeah. and you're wrong. And you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, somebody might have some dirt on Welby. He, he could he could have a, an MMA background. <laughs> Yeah, uh, to be fair, I don't know whether there'd be many that would pick Joe Rogan over um, Conor McGregor, but but you never know, you don't know, do you? So um, get in touch with us, let us know. But yeah, had a hoot, um, been a been a good laugh, really lighthearted, really enjoyed it. Uh, look forward to the next one. Absolutely, yeah, I've enjoyed this one. It's a little it's been a little bit random, but why not? But I always going to finish it the way I always finish it. Until next time, when no doubt there'll be plenty more stuff to talk about. Come at me, bro. <laughs> 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 <laughs>